Welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. I'm Larry Goldman, Chief Analyst at Analysis Mason. Today, I have the privilege of doing a podcast with Tom Rebick, Analysis Mason research partner who pioneered the Analysis Mason podcast. On most of our podcasts, either Tom or I take the lead with others of the Analysis Mason analysts or consultants. Today, we thought we'd do something different uh, by appearing together. So today, we're going to talk about our predictions for 2023. The annual predictions are something we do every year, a set of top predictions about the telecoms market, what we think is happening um, in the next year. So we thought this year it was uh, it worth, worth putting a, a podcast out on it. So we've got 11 core predictions that we're going to discuss. There's also an article for you to download um, if you follow the link in the in the show notes. So we're going to start by talking about one of the key issues for telecoms in, in 2023, and that's coping with with inflation and the other economic uncertainties. Now, for most operators, inflation hasn't really been an issue, at least for, not for, for decades and decades. Um, mostly, we've been fo- focused on the opposite. We've been focused on, on price declines for, for telecom so- services, not for price rises. Now, inflation is at a high single or even double digit levels. So, UK inflation is now at 11%. And operators will want to increase. Will want to introduce price increases that go at least some way match those those increased costs. Now, some costs, some contracts already have those price rises built into them. So, in the UK, typically there's a, a an annual price rise of inflation plus three point nine percent. But obviously, this comes at a time when most countries are facing weak economic growth. Um, and so I think in 2023, we can expect uh, the pricing of telecom services to become a, a political issue and, and politicians who haven't really paid much attention to uh, telecoms prices are likely to put pressure on operators to keep prices low. Um, I think they're also going to put pressure on operators to launch lower cost or, or social social tariffs. Um, two points worth noting, though. Um, clearly, uh, the, there are high prices for telecom services, but both relatively and in absolute terms, when you compare it to the cost of other services, we're talking about particularly other services like energy, energy, the big one, particularly in Europe, um, the price rises are, are, are relatively small. Um, I think the other point to, to make is that in, inflation isn't uniformly high. So if you look at Japan, Japan has inflation at just 3%, Saudi Arabia, similar sort of levels. So need to be careful not to over overgeneralize. Um, but yes, I, I think this this issue of, of telecoms pricing is going to be a hot topic in 2023. Now, Larry, let's look at the other aspect of this. So if operator revenue is going to be declining in, in real terms, how are they going to deal with investments and, and cost containment? Well, first on costs. Uh, operators have been uh, becoming more automated, uh, especially during the pandemic. A lot of focus on uh, better customer experience. And we expect those efforts to continue, but per- the focus is probably going to shift more to uh, uh, cost reduction as a benefit of the automation work. Uh, but as you mentioned energy earlier, energy is a particular focus um, and the means to uh, to do better at this will often be country specific, as you're saying, even on the uh, on all the economic issues. Uh, but we do expect operators to look at, at more rapid decommissioning of legacy networks, uh, something that really does have a big payoff uh, in uh, in improving uh, energy consumption and lowering the cost of of their energy bills. And this is something that Telenor, for instance, has already publicly undertaken. Now, on the investment side, uh, operators are going to continue their 5G CapEx improvements uh, investments, uh, despite getting really very little new business so far. Uh, And they won't really see much uh, new revenue from it in 2023 ever, uh, either. 
Uh, but 5G really is a long-term investment. It's it's the primary means by which operators will be positioned for uh, revenue growth, both for the consumer and enterprise in the future. And for that reason, they're going to continue that uh, investment push in 2023. Now, another area of continued investment is in fiber access. So uh, consumers really want a robust uh, broadband connection to support streaming video and gaming. Uh, there's been more competition for telcos from cable and other uh, competitors, and this is pushing them uh, to uh, expand and continue the fiber rollout. And also, fiber is a, a, a low OPEX uh, solution. So it's a great long-term investment pursued both by the operators themselves, but also by uh, alternate operators, either in, in joint ventures or as op alternate operators uh, building out networks themselves. So, uh, Tom, I'm sure people are anxious to hear about consumer services and particularly the metaverse. Yes. Yeah. Let's start with the, with the metaverse then. Um, so, I think 2023 won't be the year of the metaverse, but it probably will be the year of the metaverse PowerPoint deck. And I think every big company uh, and certainly every large telecoms operator is thinking about the metaverse and what the metaverse means for their business. Now, for telecoms operators, that's probably going to be thinking about use cases like VR, immersive course calling, 3D video calling, digital twin technology. We'll be looking at those things more, more um, seriously in, in 2023 and trying to develop um, some sort of metaverse strategy. We may see bits of this externally, but I think a lot of that will be internal work and on internal strategy decks. Um, in 2023, we may also see some sort of headset from, from Apple, um, and that would obviously push things along. Probably more likely to see that in 2024, but yeah, it may appear in 2023. The, the next area that we touched on in the predictions about digital services. So there's been some reversal on previous digital service strategies in the past couple of years. So if you look at advertising in particular, Verizon, Singtel, AT&T, they've all sold off their advertising um, their advertising units. Um, but it's not that all operators are, are reversing these initiatives, and there is still um, quite a lot of work being done beyond the core telecom services. So again, just looking at advertising, the US cable operators are jointly investing in advertising projects. We expect to see something similar in, in Europe or something like that happening in, in Belgium. We also expect operators to continue to invest in, in other new verticals. So education, healthcare, both topics that we've written about quite a lot in the last year, expect that to continue. Um, even in agriculture, we've seen a few operators look at agriculture. So operators still have ambitions beyond the telecom sector. Um, Probably the best example of this is, is, is TELUS, so the Canadian operator. Now, it, it is a bit of an exception. It's not a typical operator by any means, but it is one player still investing really heavily in new areas. Um, in the last year, it's spent over $2 billion on a healthcare acquisition, and this means in 2023, it will probably generate more than 10% of its revenue from, from, from healthcare. It's a real significant step into a new vertical. Um, Changing tack on a different uh, area, another hot topic uh, that we expect to continue in 2023, private networks. Now we've seen a lot of pro progress with private networks in 2022. Um, I think it may get a bit more challenging in 2023. So, so far, the take up of these private networks has predominantly been in, in very, very large organizations. So companies like the big car companies that have big networking teams, they have significant internal expertise. So really big, really strong take up with those sort of companies. But if we're going to see uh, take up amongst the next tier of organizations, so still large organizations, but maybe companies with 5,000 employee, 5, employees, not 50,000 employees, um, private network solutions are going to need to be a lot simpler, a lot easier to buy. 
Um, so that means suppliers will need to offer networks, devices, edge computing spectrum, other capabilities all together as a package. Um, and we may need to see some developments in pricing. So not just a traditional CapEx model, but some sort of OPEX or as a service pricing also need to be needs to be offered. Now, we're seeing the first, uh, first hints of these sort of things happening. Um, but I think if they don't happen, if we don't see more suppliers do this, it's possible that adoption of private networks will slow down or stall in 2023. Now, Larry, I'll hand over to you to talk about cloud and cloud technology and what's going to happen in 2023 with that. Right. So uh, actually, a lot of things we've already been talking about are influenced by cloud. But the, so technologically, uh, the big thing that is really disrupting and, and impacting uh, network operators, the telecoms industry, uh, is cloud. And it's impacting in, in many different ways. So I think a lot of what's happening is is that enterprises, Tom was just talking about uh, the, what's going on with private networks and so forth, but enterprises are continuing the move to uh, move their uh, auto, uh, telecom, or excuse me, their IT workloads into the cloud. Uh, and that's led to an environment where there's actually a multi-cloud. They, they're operating in multiple private clouds and in their own, uh, excuse me, multiple public clouds and in their own private clouds. And that's led to a need for uh, multi-cloud networking. And uh, up until now, that's been sort of a niche area and it's been a area that's been handled by sort of alternate operators that specialized in this area. But in 2023, we think this is going to be uh, significant enough uh, that telcos are going to make a big push uh, into multi-cloud networking on their own right uh, based on um, SDN and cloud native IP networking uh, so that they can uh, move into this uh, fairly lucrative area that's currently being uh, handled really by these alternate operators operators. Uh, secondly, sort of, sort of focus on the cloud impact on the mainstream of, of networking and, and telcos is, is dealing with open RAN. It's an issue that we've been uh, talking about quite a bit for a couple of years. Um, we think in 2023, uh, open RAN is really going to make an impact in areas that are poorly addressed by the traditional cellular architecture uh, and operating models, and namely that is rural extensions and enterprise small cells. So uh, these uh, areas will be gaining deployment in 2023 uh, based very much on how um, the progress that organizations like the Telecom Infra Project have made uh, and bringing this ability to bring the open RAN uh, uh, ecosystem together. Um, so, uh, you know, in 2023, we think that's going to happen. Open RAN will gain uh, momentum and that kind of thing. However, there really are significant challenges remaining to achieve good performance in urban macro networks using open RAN architecture, especially when they incorporate massive VIMO. So these challenges are going to take uh, several more years and won't be developing uh, in 2023. And then a last area I want to talk about about the impact of cloud is is telcos moving their own workloads into the cloud, uh, and in particular, uh, SaaS is actually becoming a, a viable uh, method that we see uh, telcos actually uh, adopting, and it's being significant in terms of how they run their own operations. It affects their ability to achieve automation and so forth. So, the overall software spend by telcos is going to increase in 2023 by three to four percent, but the use of SaaS deployment is going to increase by 19%. So it's going to be a, a significant shift of a very strong growth in SaaS. And that means a, a, a decline, a cutback uh, on, uh, on the um, on-premise uh, use of software. So, um, uh, so that sort of concludes uh, sort of 10 main predictions. But this year, uh, we have a, a bonus prediction. So why don't you talk about that, Tom? 
yeah, so on to the, the bonus prediction. Um, so as you may be aware, uh, we have extended our coverage of satellite uh, in the, in 2022 with our acquisition of NSR. So the, the, the bonus prediction about satellite. Um, so we expect it to be 2023, be another milestone year for satellite communications. So the key prediction here is that direct satellite to device connectivity will have more than 25 million subscribers by the end of 2023. So we've seen quite a few moves in 2022. So Apple, Global Star, Starlink, T-Mobile have all made moves um, during 2022. Uh, we expect that to continue in 2023 with more announcements from companies like uh, Inmarsat, Iridium, Samsung, um, and also more develops, developments, more, more interest from the, the big telecoms operators. The other thing that we expect to happen during 2023 is a move to, to um, I don't want to say broadband, but 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 slightly more capable um, directed device services. So the the Apple proposition, the T-Mobile proposition, are are, are very narrow band, very basic uh, messaging services. Um, we expect when we see the the second wave of deals or partnerships, there'll be slightly less narrow band, slightly more broadband types of services. So that concludes our coverage of the 2023 predictions. Remember, you can download these by following the link in the show notes. Also, we'll be following these overall predictions with more detailed prediction, uh, predictions in, in targeted areas over the next few weeks. Thank you for listening.